Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today from the Gospel of Matthew, when Jesus went ashore from the Sea of Galilee, saw a great crowd and had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. Dear friends of Christ, I have a, an illustration today, a video that it preaches a sermon all by itself. It, it shows us how much sheep need a shepherd. You can see the sheep is stuck. That's all right. You can click the skip ad. It'll, it'll go on. So you can see the sheep is stuck and they're using a kind of a toe. I mean, how in the world can a sheep get stuck down there? But he's free. Oh, he's not. Well, and such is the life of a sheep. You see, sheep need a shepherd. And without being rescued, well, they would literally die from hunger or thirst uh, or lack of water. And, of course, in Jesus' time, there were lots of sheep. People understood that, and so they understood how sheep could easily get into danger, how sheep were easily lost, and how wild animals would kill them. And so Jesus used these illustrations because they spoke, this image spoke to the people of his day. Um, they still, still speak to us, too, but the, the bottom line is, you know, we are the sheep. We're the sheep. We need a protector. We need someone to rescue us because we keep getting ourselves back into trouble over and over again. And we don't even realize we're in trouble until, until we're completely stuck. We need a shepherd to love us, to care for us, to guide us, and to lead and teach us. And that's what our text talks about this morning. It gives us that image of the sheep. And again, uh, that image of the sheep is so very important. Uh, when Jesus got off the boat from trying to find a desolate place in the Sea of Galilee, he saw a large crowd. A large, probably 20, 25,000 people, 5,000 men. He had compassion on them. Compassion, because he saw them as sheep, lost. A bunch of lost people. A bunch of people who had no idea what's going on in their lives or where they're going or why they're here. Sheep that are lost. He saw them as sheep without a shepherd because the leaders of the church weren't teaching them to turn to the Lord, to repent of their ways. The sheep, the, the pastors, the leaders of the church were letting the sheep wander and get into trouble. Bunch of sheep desperate for salvation, lost and sick and dying. Jesus knew they needed to be rescued from the destruction of their sins, so he started to teach them. He pulls up and he starts to teach, and he teaches and he teaches. He had many things to teach them, many things to say. He started teaching them about how he was the good shepherd and how they were the sheep, how they had strayed, and how he would lead them. 
He told them how he had come from God, how he was the Lord, and how one day he'd be going back again, and how he had come to the earth to rescue them. Jesus knew the problem. Jesus also knew the solution. And the sheep? Well, the sheep really didn't have a clue. And so Jesus wanted them to listen. He wanted them to learn. And He wants you to listen. And He wants you to learn. And so our theme this morning, Jesus wants to teach you many things. Our text this morning is a continuation from our gospel lesson last week. I didn't preach on it, but in our gospel lesson last week, Jesus sent the disciples out two by two into the towns and into the villages, door by door. A terrifying thing. Door by door. Can I talk to you about Jesus? Well, who is this Jesus? Well, he's Savior of the world. Can I, can I tell you a little bit about him? Right? Shake the dust off your feet and move on to the next one. And as soon as they were done, they went door to door teaching the people, you see, because they were being the shepherds. The disciples were being the shepherds, sharing the word of God with the people. And they taught the people and hoped that the people would listen. And then what Mark tells us here in our text is that as soon as they had gotten back, Jesus gathered all the disciples together and and they told them how everything had gone and what they had seen and what they had heard. And they made a report, right? What happened when you shared, shared God's Word? Well, there were some blessings. When you share God's Word, blessings happen. We talked about those blessings last week. To share God's Word and to share His blessings with other people, because as you share God's Word, faith enters into your heart. You share God's Word, the weak become stronger. You share God's Word, people hear and they learn, as long as they're listening. And Jesus wants you to hear and learn. He wants you to listen, and He wants His disciples to listen too. And that's why He wanted to find a desolate place. He told His disciples, come, by your, come with Me by yourselves to a quiet place to get some rest. A quiet, desolate place to get some rest. At, at the end of a busy day, they were physically tired. They hadn't even had time to eat lunch or dinner. They were hungry, they were exhausted, and even Jesus knows there's a time to rest the body. But there's also a time to rest the soul. And this was a time when Jesus said, Disciples, we need to get together to talk. Just you and me. We need need some some, uh, spiritual soul time. I need some spiritual soul time just with you guys. And so he gets on that boat and he decides that they're going to get on the Sea of Galilee and they're going to travel, but quiet time. It was important for the disciples Is it important to you? Quiet time with the Lord? I mean, do you do that? You, uh, and every day, say, you know what? I need to spend some quiet time with the Lord. Daily devotions, do you do that? Do you take time each day to listen to the Lord? To to learn something from the Lord? You're a sheep that's wandering. Do Do you take time to pay attention to the shepherd? And and if you do, He'll bless you. If you do, He'll fill your thoughts 
with images from the Bible, lessons from the Bible that will help you, that will strengthen you and help you to help others. Do you do that? You should. That's what pastors do. You know what the word pastor means? Pastor means shepherd. And it comes from the word pasture. And so pastors are supposed to lead the sheep to the green pastures of God's Word and to the still waters as I comfort you with the Word of God. That's the pastor's job. To encourage you. And to make the words of Psalm 23 happen every day in your life. Jesus is your good shepherd and He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His, for his own name's sake. His rod and His staff, they comfort me and even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Do, do you want the shepherd to lead you that way? To lead you safely through the valley of the shadow of death into eternal life? Of course you want the shepherd to lead you that way. And he does lead you. He leads you that way every time you listen. He leads you that way when as a sheep you follow. And you hear his word and you want to listen and you want to learn. Unfortunately, I find that most of the time, sheep don't like to learn. You can offer a Bible study, and you think the sheep would flock to hear the shepherd. And you can't draw people to a Bible study. Not to mention daily devotion. What is it about sheep who don't want to learn, sheep who don't want to listen what is it? What's wrong with our hearts? What's wrong with what's inside of us that we have a, a good shepherd who loves us and leads us and guides us and, and rescues us from danger and we don't want to listen and we don't want to take the time to learn? Like a bunch of sheep lost, wandering around. And, you know, people would almost rather do anything else almost anything else, and be in the Word of God in a Bible study or in private devotion and prayer. And you know what? Jesus sees that in you. He sees that reluctance. That lack of desire to want to spend quiet time with Him in His Word. And you know what Jesus is going to do about that? Do you know what Jesus does about that? He grieves. He has compassion on you because you're like sheep without a shepherd. Sheep that are lost and wandering and He wants to help. He wants to guide you. And Jesus knew that's what His disciples needed. They needed quiet time. They needed some soul time to be alone with Him. So they went up by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. They wanted to be alone to do some soul work. 
but it didn't work out the way they'd hoped because as they got on the boat in the Sea of Galilee to go to that solitary place, the people on shore saw them and they followed on foot and they ran along. And as they ran along through the Syrian villages, they picked up more people and more people followed. <laughs> and of course, when they finally came ashore, there was that crowd. They'd followed. They were waiting for him. And what do you think Jesus was thinking when he saw him? I want you to imagine his face. He gets off the boat and they've been busy. They haven't even had time to eat. And, uh, and here's this crowd and, and they want to be fed again. And they're demanding again an, another message. What was Jesus thinking? He had had a plan. His plan was quiet time with his disciples to feed his own men. To let them listen and grow and learn in the Word of God. And that didn't happen. Can you imagine Jesus' face? And, and as you imagine his face, what, what kind of face do you see? Is it a face of frustration? Is it a, is it, is it a, fa- is it a face of anger? Is it, is it a weary face? No. It's a face that the disciples had seen before. It was a common look. It was a familiar expression. You know what it was? Our text says Jesus had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And that word in Greek for compassion literally means uh, to be deeply moved in the inner parts of your stomach. To, To be deeply moved in the pit of your stomach. And you've felt that before. When you are emotionally engaged, where do you feel it? Do you feel it here? That's not what hurts. We say our heart hurts, but where does it really hurt? It hurts the pit of our stomach. Have you ever lost a pet or had to watch a pet, your your beloved pet die, and you don't want to see your pet suffer? Where did you feel it? Right? You felt it in in the pit of your stomach. And Jesus looked out on them. He was deeply moved in the pit of his stomach. That's how he felt about the people. He had compassion on them. They were like sheep without a shepherd. They needed to listen. They needed to learn. Because they were all about to be destroyed. The sheep were about to die. You know, there's a story back in 2008 a tragic sheep story from Istanbul, Turkey. Let me just read the article rather rather than talk about it. First, one sheep jumped to its death. Then the stunned Turkish shepherds who had left left the herds to graze while they were eating breakfast watched as nearly 1,500 other sheep followed, each leaping off the same cliff. In the end... 450 dead animals lay on top of one another in a billowy white pile. You know, what a tragedy. There were 26 families grazing their sheep there. 26 families. You know what the loss was to those 26 families? It was estimated to be $100,000. And that was a lot back then when the average salary in Turkey is only... $2,700, the annual salary. 
Isaiah gives us a Bible verse. He gives us a Bible verse that jumps off the page as it talks about sheep that die. It jumps off the page and kind of hits us. It bonks us upside of the head when we watch the video and we, and we see the, the sheep jumping into the, the, the ditch and they need to be rescued. Let's watch that again. And if you can hear the audio, which we can't, I mean, there's a lot of bleeding. And just before he jumps in, there's a a loud. (laughs) And you can only just imagine. And of course, the shepherds, they're not speaking English, but it's, you know, that dumb sheep. And you can just imagine what they're saying. This is what Isaiah says. We all like sheep have gone astray, each to our own way. Sheep who aren't protected by a shepherd follow other sheep. And that's okay as long as the sheep that's leading them isn't leading them and is leading them safely. But it's not okay if the sheep that are leading them are leading them to eternal destruction. How high is the cliff of sin? And how many people are following the sheep? to their destruction. Sin is a problem for sheep. And when we plunge ourselves into sin, when we plunge ourselves into unbelief, when we plunge ourselves into an area where I don't want to listen to God, I don't want to learn from God, I don't want to hear from God, it leads us into a pit that's so deep and so deadly. King David talks about that pit of destruction. I waited patiently for the Lord... He turned to me and he heard my cry. King David said, because I was stuck in a pit like like this sheep. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire, and he set my feet on a rock. And Jesus is the rock of the sheep. He's our shepherd. And King David talks about Jesus. He says, my salvation comes from him. He truly is my rock and my salvation. He's my fortress I'll never be shaken. King David understood the danger and the destruction of the pit of sin. And so does Jesus. He understands the problem, the pit of sin. And that's why he came. Isaiah says he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And all we like sheep have gone astray. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He came to bear it because he knows the danger. And that's why Jesus had compassion on the crowd. That's what he saw. A bunch of sheep needed to be fed. So first he fed them, didn't he? He fed them with the five loaves and the two fish. He, he first fed their tummies. I mean, he fed their tummies. But before he fed their tummies, what did he do first? He fed their souls. First order of business, let's feed the soul and then take care of the body. And he talked to them about the kingdom of God. He talked to them. He told stories about how sheep get lost. He told stories about a prodigal son 
and how this son leaves his father and, and wanders off like a sheep and does his own thing and squanders all the living. And then eventually, after he has nothing, he returns to the father. He talked about sheep. He talked about seeds that are scattered on, on good soil. And some of it grows and some of it dies. Seeds that produce faith. But some of the seeds don't make it. Jesus is your loving shepherd, and do you realize he's reaching out to save you? He's reaching out to talk to you, to touch you. He reaches out, as the psalmist says, he heals all my diseases, and he redeems my life from the pit. Way back into eternity, before God even created the heavens and the earth, God saw what we would be. He knew, and that's why he came, and he had compassion on us. He has compassion on you. He's got that feeling in his gut for you. Because you're a sheep. He wants, you to, he wants to teach you. He wants you to listen. He wants to guide you. And that's the job God has given his church. Not just to feed the lambs that are in the congregation. But to share that message with the whole world for people. And to lead other people into the arms of the Good Shepherd. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.